Ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, you're listening to the Better Than Most Things podcast with your hosts, Sean and Max. Yay! Well, we had a challenge this episode because today is March 14th, and if you don't know, that is Pi Day. Pi Day! Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> but that's Pi Day because... It's 3.14, which is the pie thing where you get the circle thing and all that bullshit. I don't want to go into it. But circumference of a circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know that. Come yeah. on. Jesus, of course. I am a mathematician. But me and Sean, we had this kind of challenge between each other because he told me it's <laughs> pie day. So this was like yesterday, I believe, right? Um, and we just started you know, recording the show and we usually research our topics for many days uh-huh. but he's like hey it's pie day tomorrow maybe we should mention pie day for for the episode so we said hey what if we did a challenge and we have to have a pie themed topic and mr which, e could tell us which one's better he can Ew. which is probably i can already tell probably going to be not mine <laughs> but it's a hard thing to do. So I want to talk about what I did. So let's just get right into it. So here are our pie theme topics for pie day. So I went crust pie. So I don't know if you went pie the number mathematically. I went crust pie. Yeah, you'll find out. And I actually, on since it was like basically yesterday, I did Google pie <laughs> and then went to the news section. Oh, dude. And the whole news section was, hey, did you know it's pie day because it's 3.14? <laughs> Uh-huh. And that was all the news. So that's what I I messaged you later on. I was like, hey, I'm not sure if I can find a cool pie this story by tomorrow. This was absolutely a challenge. Yes. I had to combine the word pie, P-I, and pie, P-I-E, with dozens of different words just to dig through the internet and find something interesting. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I want because it sounds like I already you did more than I did, but I was had the same thing because I was I was like pie, I don't know what to do, and then the next day I went pie stolen was my what I googled. Okay. I said pie stolen because I was thinking like what's the the you know the the fucking typical theft of something is like a pie. Like, you went like that cartoon sale. wolf exactly, stealing a pie like, off, like, a window off a windowsill window or something like that. So I found this on Fox News. And this lady, she had seven pumpkin pies stolen from her trunk of her car in Bethusta. <laughs> oh, no. And that was his last year in November. And basically she said um, she added there were other items in her car, even some cash, but the only, only the pies were, were gone. So okay. The fact, so, the, so the fact that she had just the pie stolen from the back of her car, that were kind of cool or interesting, at least because she had cash and other stuff, but... Those people wanted those seven pies. Hey, Mystery, what's the population of Methusta? Bethusta. It's, it's the same. How do you, sp- how do you spell it? You spell it like that fucking, the company is a fallout. So Bethesda with a U. Beth- oh, Bethesda. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have your Harvard education. Because I'm wondering, like, if this is a big city, why are you stealing pies? Like, go after the cash. But if this well, is a tiny city. Well, that's so crazy about it. Because she said she has cash in there. Southern County of Maryland, right? 63,374. Yeah, that's small. small. as hell. Yeah, that's a small city. But I that's all I that. got about it. And the, the whole story is really about why they steal seven pies. Actually, half the story is really about why did you have seven pies, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> and the story is she's a real estate agent and she bought it for, for her, uh, you know. Walkthroughs. Her clients yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that makes and sense. And she had to message them all later on like, Hey, your, my pies were stolen from the back of my car. 
Maybe she took the last babka, you know what I'm saying? Like Seinfeld style. Like, I need that babka lady. Uh, maybe. Like, maybe I, someone I, saw her, like, you I, buy seven, you buy seven pies in November, you suck, you son of a bitch. Those are my, like, my, I need, my family needs those seven pies. Uh-huh. I think what happened is probably a homeless person that's so hungry where they break in, and their smell takes over the first scent, and they just went with their stum- their stomach's instinct to go for the pies i'm thinking like someone saw the pies and we're thinking that dog can't breathe in there gotta break him open and then they broke all the glass and stuff <laughs> just to like, take the pies. Yeah, never mentioned how they <laughs> how they got them so Man. i bet you those pies are full of glass or something it's only logical <laughs> so that's my pie story is like i only had a day like maybe less than 12 hours to find a pie story okay. and that's what i got so i'm very curious what sean could have gotten i um i have to attribute my price my pie story to my girlfriend uh, broomhilda she turned okay. me on to this one. Do you know what a peckerwood pie is? Of course. <laughs> me and all of the better than most things podcast listeners know what that is. But just to, I don't <laughs> know, humor you and your stupid story, I guess I'll ask. Uh, can I guess? <clears throat> sure, go for it. I'd assume it's like a crow pie for some reason. Okay. I want to say crow. Like pecker. Vegan. Vegan. Okay. You're both wrong. Okay. It's a prison pie. Oh, oh no! <laughs> a pecker pie, peckerwood pie. Oh, oh no! <laughs> God! All right, here we go. Okay, it's a pie they make in prison for celebrations and whatnot. Of course, <clears throat> celebrating what? Oh, like uh, release dates and uh, appeals. Peckers. And... Oh no! Yeah, I don't know. So the um, you know, the word peckerwood is slang for a slur for white people in prison. What? Really? Yeah, Peckerwood. Oh, apparently. Woods. I know Woods is white people. Yeah, for sure. Peckerwood? Yeah, so Pecker probably makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I know Peckerwood, but I always thought that was just kind of a slang word, period. For white people? <laughs> yeah. Woods is that. for sure. Yeah. Man. Trying to find the recipe here. Um, One pecker, some wood, <laughs> and you got a pie. <laughs> Are you telling me they're being offensive to white people in prison? <laughs> <laughs> and so. Um, as I say, I know you love your prison stories, so that's I why do. I thought this would be a good I one. Like, you love that prison stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't love. I think it's fascinating. Let's say I don't love it, but I think I think the whole microcosm and the culture of prison is fascinating because it is a bunch of people that are stuck in the smallest confinement. Uh huh. And, and it is just interesting what they find important, and that's all I'm saying. Like, I don't fucking, I don't want to go there. I have no interest in going there, but it's. It's as a documentary series. It's it's fascinating just seeing just seeing what they find important. Soups and shoelaces. And While he's looking that up, I saw something the other day that said uh, how they make cigarettes. The guards use dip, and they wait for the guards to throw their dip away in the trash can, and they grab the dip out of the trash can, and they let it dry out, and then they roll cigarettes with that. Man, <laughs> that's some prison shit, dude. No. They- I saw some prison shit where they suppose they call something called crack sticks, where it's, oh, God. it's some type of paper laced with tobacco <laughs> juice or something, and you smoke, or it's almost like the filters of a bunch of shit, and you smoke Oof. so much of it that you almost get like a little oh, shy from it. Like, <laughs> you're just torching your fucking oh, nervous system until you, you might get well high. just drink a butane lighter, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, just drink it. That's like, uh, like high off drinking gas. But if I was too. in prison, I'd do that shit. Oh, like, yeah. fuck of course. This, what else? like, I, that's why there's so much violence. What else they have I'm to lose? I'm so anti any like really drug besides marijuana. That being said, if I was in prison for some trumped up <laughs> charges, hell yeah, I'd be. I'd do any drug they gave me. Like, I smoke this in my butt. Like, oh, all right, well, okay. 
but but maybe you try this when you go to prison. Okay, let's hear let's hear this. So here's the ingredients here. It's, I don't want to do butt heroin. Okay, <laughs> it's two large cookies, two honey glazed buns, one brownie, one Butterfinger bar, one chocolate pudding pouch, one pouch of peanut butter and jelly. And a bag of peanuts. That's a lot of money. Okay, in so prison. that's a lot of commissions. That's yeah, a lot that's of a, money in yeah. prison. What? So Dude, you know you, a lot about prison. Now of you course, know, like, I, I know. watch a lot of stuff too. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. I feel like this. I don't know shit about prison. I've never been, uh, but I watched like someone's me, putting money on that dude's books. That's to get a huge peanut butter fucking bar, thing. You're butter at a commissary. Well, okay. that's why it's a it's so a what delicacy. Does that go essentially, for? that's a lot. Tell me the prison. I don't know the prison. I don't know the commissary price for that. Dude, that's a lot. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a shit ton of stuff. That so was two large about- cookies, two honey glazed buns, one brownie, one Butterfinger bar, one chocolate pudding pouch, one pouch of peanut butter and jelly, and a bag of peanuts. That's that's a good that's chunk a, of stuff there. That's a fucking treasure. I tried to look sweets up sweets in jail are like gold. Everything everything you said is gold. I tried to look up the caloric count of all that shit, but I yeah, I didn't want to do a that. A lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so once you've gathered all of that, from there you uh, you use the honey buns as the bottom. As the crust, essentially, oh, and like sandwich it. the brownie between two cookies, just before smashing everything together and getting it as flat as you can. Then add the creamier elements such as the pudding and peanut butter and jelly, and then uh, the last step is to just sprinkle pieces of crushed butterfinger and peanuts on top of the uh, to add a layer of crunch. That's so many is calories. This how make like a cake or something in prison, or what? Here, I'll show you the picture. I was gonna say, oh, I'm a gonna... pie, a pie, right? That that's a prison pie. That I is a prison it. pie. Oh, uh, a prison pie. And they have these when uh, they're celebrating uh, releases, or you know, because the article says because they're more than just monsters, essentially. Well, you did say it's a celebration, so that makes sense why they would invest so many good snacks into that. Yeah. Plus, I'm sure they're selling it for cigarettes and blowjobs. And- <laughs> Dude, I could only – I can't eat more than one Krispy Kreme donut. I can't imagine eating Sean, that thing. Sean has never let's, – let's get – like even though we like topics on this show, but I think at some point the audience should learn host of the of, of the podcast. Uh-huh. So let's get let's, – let's go behind the podcast with Sean. And here's something I want to talk about, Sean. One of my co-hosts. Should I leave the room? Am I going to no, get angry? No, I'm going to talk shit on him. No. I can always he is not time. a fan of sugar. He just said he's not a fan of sugar. That is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, my weaknesses. No, but sugar is not one of them. I swear, I will I will, I will present this guy with a, a legion of cupcakes. I've done it. I've done it in the past. Like, my, my mother's, like, I'm really into baking, and, like, I actually really into baking. I have, I have presented him with so many sweets, and he'll maybe eat half a bite and he's done he's done type of deal versus, I, I would agree with you versus I, salt he loves i love <laughs> like, salt exactly i've known him for for years and years he's into salt so yeah no you know, what do you say my palate is uh if it doesn't I, I, yeah, it I wasn't sure I, I don't want to <laughs> talk shit on you too hard uh, but that being said i do make fun of him because i call him like he has the saltine palate where he loves saltine crackers and if you the the drier and the powderier <laughs> you can get it, the better. He's like, oh man, don't you ever like bite into a sandwich and just wish it was like it tasted like sawdust and <laughs> it was toasted forever and there was like maybe you throw some like burnt charcoal and some maybe some dirt, just something to like make it so dry, my mouth is inedible watering. that oh man, you just swallow it down, you can't even choke it down because it's so <laughs> it's so. Like, have you ever thought about like maybe like a a toasted toasted like maybe a what do you call it a sweet tart if some if you will like some type of pop tart thing but take uh-huh. the frosting off and <laughs> you burn it 
really hard and maybe takes take most of the jelly out even and oh i would love that like it's he ate sweets you're right i have a refined <laughs> palate i don't yeah it's it's kind of crazy which what you like it's no yeah i mean i guess fish is different but i'm just saying like it's very different but like that's it that's right, back I, to, I know back to prison pockets or whatever we were talking about what was it the, prison uh, pies prison, yeah, pies. prison pies. pies so um that's pretty much my pie story there but anticipating some funky bullshit on your guys's part I had to do a big walk today, and so I memorized a certain number of digits of pi. I'm going to give you guys a, a chance to guess how many digits after 3.14 I memorized. I'm going to say... I'm going to say seven, because they say seven is normally what your memory can remember. That's why phone I'm numbers and license plates are seven. So gonna... after 3.14, I'm going to say seven after that. Okay. Two. Two. Oh, he's got more than that. Come no, on. No, I think because he no no. This is some, this is some <laughs> mental shit. If he, he prepared, he could get more than two digits. He's he didn't not prepare. Me any credit. He didn't prepare. <laughs> he didn't prepare. That's what I'm. That's what I bet on. All right. So, uh, mystery. I need you to uh, keep track. Mm-hmm. So when you're ready, I can't I'm ready wait to be right. Are you, are you gonna type it down? I'm ready. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Ready. Three point one four one five two six five three eight nine three seven nine no nine three seven nine three seven uh two three eight four six and that's all I got. Okay, you so just let me Facebook, pull up bro. True Pie. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Let me pull up True <laughs> Pie here, okay. and let's see how many Dude, digits you got that right. That took that took the whole walk. I had to walk Dude, my mechanic his forty nose minutes is away, and I was like, "I'll just memorize pie. right now." <laughs> okay, so obviously we're gonna reverse delete here. So three point one four obviously is correct, and then one five. You said one five two. It was one five nine. So oh the third my, digit in, oh you fucking. Oh my god, Max okay. is right! Okay. God damn it! But. <laughs> Color me. Let's see. Because he, he was pretty confident, though. So Holy let's pretend shit. he didn't miss that, even though he did. So 152. I want to see how many he got That's after that. That's funny. So 15926. Nah, you fucked it up. Uh, Dude, you <laughs> said 653. Hey, can I say my answer right now? <laughs> sure. 3.1495867. You did. Three, you keep got further than you. Of course. Yeah, what's that? That's basically what he did. That's like basically. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, man. man. I blame the booze. Just say no, I blame the booze. I could have just said numbers. All right. Well, that's all the pie shit I got. Yeah. Do you want to bring up your first topic here? Yeah. Actually, going on the food topic, let's uh, segue okay. into food. Okay. Uh, food. I want to talk about food that is banned in space. So before I go into okay. it, I was curious if you have any idea or just, you know, just kind of. Be the audience for a second. If you had to say, if you had a ban of food from face, uh, <laughs> and then I'm bleh, 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 bleh. yeah. So you're banning a a, Bans, ban a, a spade from, from foos yes. and okay. So so from face. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking holy water for sure. For sure, vampires, um, cinnamon buns. Avoid that stuff. Yeah, honey buns. Those those are done. Can't have those. Everything's sticky and shit. Uh, it, uh, okay, like uh, saltines, maybe the crumbs, because uh, you don't want crumbs in space. You particles, I guess. You are actually one hundred percent right about that. Okay. Crumbs are a big deal in space. 
because there's no such thing as sprinkling in space, if that makes sense, where uh-huh. everything that should fall down because of gravity doesn't. So it's all going to float around. And if it floats around, it's going to get in the instruments and cause problems. And long-term survival, is that's going to be an issue. So crumbs in space is bad. Uh-huh. So they have banned bread in okay. space. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because bread can make crumbs. And a long time ago, actually, there was a whole thing where a guy, John Young, an old, uh, one of the first astronauts, he smuggled a... Um, How do they feel about pitas or tortillas? Yeah. He basically basically smuggled a sandwich in space. I think it was a it was like a cold cut sandwich, basically. But he smuggled it in space. Okay. And by and he handed so. it to an astronaut, and when the astronaut ate it, it started making crumbs. And all of a sudden, it was like this weird smuggle thing where it was supposed to be a joke and funny, and then it became a huge issue for NASA. Where dude, you're gonna fuck up millions of dollars worth of equipment with your stupid ass shit with your crumbs yeah so bread has actually been banned in space because of all that stuff and now they use tortillas yeah tortillas they're flat it's easy to you know compact and get them up there so (laughs) (laughs) i wanted do they like do they use the uh, small guys or the big guys well actually i say uh, i don't know i don't know if you know this but every astronaut is hispanic (laughs) oh get out oh okay hit me sure yeah and that's why Oh, I was waiting for the setup. No, I was like, I was like, no, that, that's the end. Here's the punchline. <laughs> Another thing that's banned in space is alcohol, but that's only for the Americans. So, oh, no shit. yeah, the Russians. Let me are, guess. The Russians can yeah, have as much Russians as they are allowed want. to have uh, some vodka on the space station, but it's kind of one of those things where the Americans say it's almost like if you're an astronaut, you're kind of a, I don't know, pure being or something, and so you listen. If you're gonna put me in a space station and you're gonna tell me I can't drink. Fuck you. <laughs> That's all Dude. I got to do. <laughs> I, I would like at least a shot or something. Like a beer. Like, do you I think mean, they, uh, they have AA meetings in space? They're like, hi, I'm Tom. And the other guy's like, hi, Tom, I'm, I'm Dave. <laughs> yeah, I think they do. They're yeah. like, hey, I, I've been an astronaut for 10 years. I, I, I can't drink and I'm in space, but I would love to drink. <laughs> <laughs> the other astronaut's no. like, yeah, me too, bro. Yeah, the whole well, I time. think it would just be so hard to fucking have a sleep cycle when you don't actually have like a sunrise right so it's like i mean i would just be drinking the whole time i couldn't sleep personally actually actually, because okay i'm gonna tell you guys the truth for a second oh yeah everything you're talking about i know i i haven't written any of these topics down but i watched a lot of videos about how how you live in space preparing for the food thing and so i actually i actually can't answer how they sleep how they sleep in space okay because they sleep in space with obviously they use masks for their eyeballs so they can't see the light because everything's lit up type of deal they use ear plugs too because all the sounds are going off too but since you float there you have to think about that so what they do is everything's covered in velcro in space all the food all the food we're talking about even the food that's banned or whatever but like all the food in space you have to have velcro on it because everything floats so you have to velcro to the wall, do something like that. And so when you're sleeping, they attach themselves to the wall. They put themselves in a sleeping bag. And then to replicate a pillow, they wrap a fabric, like, cushiony thing around their, you know, head, <laughs> ears area. And it comes like to a, a point. Like a better plane pillow. I'm not sure what that like when is. You, when you get on a plane for a long better flight. Better than most plane pillows. Yeah, better, better than, than most. Plane. Exactly. Like, kind of like a neck yeah. pillow, but okay. it like wraps around your head. And so it simulates wrapping around your head pretty much. And so what's another thing, too, is 
in space, obviously, you're weightless. But when you think about weightless, I, watching these videos kind of really made me convinced about how how weightless you really are. Because on Earth... Oh, it's unsettling. Yeah, it is in the beginning. Yeah. Where even you, you stretch and get bigger because all your joints expand. Because there's no gravity pushing down on it. You I've heard you gain two inches in space. Yeah, you get taller yeah. in space. <laughs> yeah, because your so, vertebrae decompacts. Yes, decompresses. Yeah. Decompresses. Deal, Thank you. It must be great on the back deal. until it starts to atrophy. Actually, they say the <laughs> you get back crazy muscle hurt. atrophy. Yeah. Actually, they say it starts to hurt. Well, they oh, exercise for two hours every day, so that doesn't happen in space. But I mean, you're not getting no resistance. Oh, well, they, they have resistance. It's it's actually that's the only right. way they can. But you're in space. There's no gravitational pull. So no, you strap ha- yourself in, and then you know you're you're just pushing against a spring or some shit. Or oh, so it's just less resistance. Sean well, is a hundred percent right. Yeah. Where it's all res- there's no weight, so they can't lift weights. But yeah, resistance yeah. is exactly what they do. He's a hundred. So it's like body weight. It's correct. Like, okay, well, it's just you. like it's, no. He's it's, right. It's spring physical it's resistance of them. Yeah. Uh, there's no weight pulling something that's attached to the big so it actually amplifies or pushing on it there's or... no weight like like your your yeah. your hair is floating around right no I get it <laughs> it's weird it's really weird like it, that's one, super so what's the f- banned food in space what was it oh, oh it was yeah, crumbs so. it was all crumbs no it was it, it was crumbs and alcohol and then pizza was another banned thing they banned but that yeah, was actually crummy. more yeah, because of, crummy. no that was the astronauts themselves Greece. No, the astronauts no. said they can't like every pizza farts? every every pizza time they every time they had pizza it just was not good. You can't crisp things up. Well, because you get that that crispy crust probably that flakes uh, off. Yeah, in, in yeah. space everything's dehydrated. You can't do that. Yeah. Salt and pepper is also banned in space yep. because you can't sprinkle it. So instead they have salt liquid and pepper liquid. Cool, that's fun. Soft drinks are also banned in space because they don't fizz up. What do they do? It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> they explode. Like, what, what happens? So what happens? They kill they everyone. <laughs> I mean, they don't fizz up. All right, why, why okay, not? no, yeah. Why are they banned? The carbon dioxide stays in liquid. So when astronauts drink it, it causes digestive discomfort, which basically means they, they would vomit when they burped. Because I guess... Oh, Gravity is, is something it? with the with the bubbles, so the bubbles stay in the liquid. I would so, assume that was more of a pressure effect no. of the like the the differential in pressure now that the can has been opened. But it, it, gravity uh, is forcing them to the top essentially because they're 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 it heavier. Must, it must excuse be. me. That gas is lighter than the liquid around it. It must be because in space, huh. nothing carbonated fizzes up. It oh. all stays in there. And then since you're drinking it and yeah. it just stays in there, it just causes problems. I basically. think they need a little just adjustment on that. You know, less CO2 since it's since none of it is just trying Bandness to escape. Stuff. Yeah. But one more thing I'll, I'm going to say is. It's no beer. So in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, if you're a Russian, maybe. I guess probably, the Russians are just bringing up. Yeah, probably vodka. vodka. But even though all these articles say nothing with crumbs, nothing with that bullshit. Uh-huh. I have read other articles that mentioned that some of the food that. NASA has created has a gel-like coating to it, so it doesn't make crumbs. And another astronaut I watched on another video mentioned <laughs> that he could eat cookies, but you just, it's kind of simple. Take an Oreo cookie, open it up, put the whole cookie in your mouth, and then eat it. 
So you don't make crumbs. No crumbs. Oh, yeah, because okay. Because you kind of eat it that but way. But isn't there going to be crumbs, residual well, crumbs from the cracker you would, or from you, the, the you wrapper? You wouldn't use a real Oreo cookie. It would be designed by NASA. So it probably would have the anti-crumb technology on it. Okay, I actually threw away a story. I, I shouldn't say threw away. I just set it aside um, about NASA baking cookies in space. Okay, I would love to hear that because I'm really interested in the NASA food. Well, one of their goals was to um, find a safe way to bake in space. Essentially, use a convection oven that heats the inside and, uh, you know, heats the meal. And so uh, doing that in space presents certain challenges, of course, like what kind of fuel do you use? Is it all electric? How do you cool it quick enough? How do you, you know, heat it quick enough? And blah, blah, blah. Um, And... It sounded like a great article, and then it was like, oh, they're going to do this soon. I'm like, well, okay, fuck. Like, awesome. Cool. That's everyone. That's every article. I wanted to see a cookie baked in zero G, because if you think about it, the cookies we know are flat, because when they're heated up, gravity pulls them down, and they droop into a puddle. And that's your cookie. Correct. So, And all the air goes up, even, because it's escaping. There you go. Like you said earlier. So a cookie in space would... I don't know what that would look like. That would be fascinating. It'd basically be dough. It would, I, I, would hope, I would hope it would have some sort of structure to it as things heated unevenly or it turned well, or I don't know. Not to I get no too idea. into it because, again, yeah. we're trying not to get too crazy or go down too far of a rabbit hole uh-huh. for any topic. But that being said, I actually watched a lot of YouTube videos about how people eat in space and it was blowing my fucking mind. Because Couldn't you make a cookie a sphere, though? Sure. If it was just if it had no baking sheet, right, and it was just in the air, and you cooked it that way. Well, what do you? If you hang it from like a fishing line or something, like (laughs) I don't know if it's zero G's. I mean, (laughs) first of all, blowtorch it in space, right? Just Uh blowtorch it. No, I mean, I think a cookie in space is basically going to be a sugary, crumbly dessert like thing. You can't get that crispness in space. That's actually why I, I mentioned pizza in that last article because pizza. In theory, you could make a pizza in space, but is it pizza? No. Is the crust crispy? No. When they sh- when they showed yeah. how you make food in space, it kind of blew my mind. Do they have a microwave in space? No, they don't. How do they get all that stuff in there? It's first of all, it's our tortillas, it's all stuff they can pack. And like it's all that. paste. It's well, it's all dehydrated. Is is really the answer. You're good. Okay, good. I might have touched the microphone. Um, it's all dehydrated is really the answer because it's lighter. It gets them up there. And then they have water up there. They have their, – their microwave is you put the pouch into like this little reservoir area and go beep and it shoots hot water in there. And then kind of okay. like a kind of like a ramen thing where you let it sit for 10 minutes. It gets hot and then you can spoon it out and eat it. Or – they said if you want to get it hotter, oh my we, God. we threw it in like the – they said kind of like an oven. And then it, it literally looks like they um, – a a suitcase. Think of a suitcase. Uh. Open the suitcase, throw this pouch of <clears throat> beef stew in there, close the suitcase, and then that was the way they heated the beef stew. I don't know how the fuck it was. And then they take it out and then with a spoon eat it out of their little pouch. And that's how they ate all these things. So most of their stuff is rehydrated things. That's why pizza and crispness makes no sense. Crumbliness is bad. What does a NASA Peckerwood pie look like? You know what I mean? 
We talked about like the 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 low the prison shit. The low. Uh, I don't want to say. Uh, what am I trying to say? The low resources. No, uh, pie. I got you. And let's see the other end of the low resources pie. For sure, I know what you mean. Where some cosmonauts like I will. Hey, comrade, I will give you two shots of vodka for your honey bun dehydrated noodle noodle casserole. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then they, for sure. it's like, yeah, here's the here's the recipe, bro. You take two vanilla cookies. I and don't have vanilla. I have peanut butter. No, no, shut up. I, I, Ivan, you shut the hell up. I, I, I take two. I take two rehydrated vanilla cookies, and I throw two packs of of noodles on them, and then I, I heat them. In in the yes. in the in the in the backpack heater, <laughs> so oh. so it's 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 barely it's barely warm. Yes, and then that's kind of it. Yes, and then you give me your. That's not much of a recipe. Uh, it's not good at all. But we're in space, bro. <laughs> it's fucking space prison. So you should take it. All right, you have another space story, right? I do, but right. it's it's bigger. All right, let's take a break, and then we'll come back with your other space story. Yes. Okay. Oh, all right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back from the break. We're just waiting for Max to finish his drink. Don't spill anything. It's all right. Take your time. Hey, so you got to bring me back? Yeah, I was. I was just waiting for you to. Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to bring you in. Then he dead airs me. (laughs) Uh, You have a space story, right? Another space story. I do. I have another one after that too. So this is a space heavy episode. Yeah, that is something me and Sean were talking about. I remember when we first started, he he was like, "Hey, let's space out the space stories, if you will." (laughs) (laughs) And then I save up stories, and then. Like a day or two before we start recording, I look at them and they're all space stories. Exactly. So here's my other space story. Uh huh. So it's based off the kind of off the food story we talked about before, where all the food that's banned in space. Mm-hmm. This is about the water in space because I never thought about the water that the people drink on the space station and on missions and yada yada yada. Okay. But it is kind of a whole big deal, especially if you're trying to think long term as far as traveling the universe. With our current technology. I know they recycle their uh, pee. That is what the story is about. Okay. It's exactly about that. Because I was really shocked that they do that. I did not know they did that. And supposedly they've been doing that since 2009. I had no clue. It's the ultimate camping trip. Like, you got to utilize everything. Well, it really is. Because on this... Basically, it takes $10,000 just to ship every pound of something into space. And okay. it, a gallon of water is about 8.3 pounds. So they really have to figure out how to conserve the water up there because it takes a lot of money and energy to get things up there. So they have been investing in ways to recycle wash water, pee water. It's all called condensate. Condens- Ooh, okay. Condensate is basically the perspiration from all the people there, all the pee. They even said animal pee. Oh, man. Recycling everything. So hamsters probably don't have, uh, or the rats or whatever they keep up there. They have mice. They said 
12 mice. But this is even an older article, so maybe for all I know, they have more stuff up there now. Uh-huh. Another fun thing is um, the Russians do not do this and do not agree with it. Oh, my. Yeah, so actually, the Americans, they steal the Russian, not steal it, but they take the Russian pee. And they recycle it so they can drink it themselves. Well, yeah, because the Russians probably don't have, like, Russian-only bathrooms. Well, the Russians have their own water systems, so they they also... <laughs> Do you think it's the 1920s up there, too? <laughs> yeah. First of all, there's no blacks in space. I don't know if you <laughs> yeah, knew that. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Do you not oh know this? God. Right? Like, Way to no put blacks, a pin on it, pal. Jewish people. Um, <laughs> they, the first Hispanic just launched. launched. <laughs> only certain people of color can own land in space. Yeah, but the Russians, since they all look the same... And they're communist pigs, right? <laughs> no, uh, they actually have different water systems where the Russians will uh, oh, take... Oh, no shit. Yeah, they do. Oh. They're separate because they don't believe in the pee thing. Oh, wow. Okay. They really don't. They believe in... They will absorb the condensation from the breath in the, in the environment. Mm-hmm. And they'll absorb that into like the water. And that's how they, they drink it in the system they have. Okay. Which is kind of funny because... A moisture farmer is actually what Luke Skywalker was. Uh-huh. On, on Tatooine? On Tatooine, yeah. I think that's interesting because why not? Let the two systems compete, and then that way we'll learn more about both of them and figure out which one's good and which situation and blah, blah, blah. That actually was something people mentioned. Yeah. We're having, like, why why not have two different systems working in tandem in For case sure. one doesn't, whatever. But I want to talk about the P system a little bit more in case uh-huh. you're not fascinated like we are. <laughs> uh, but here's how the system works. Here's how you clean pee. And here's actually why I was fascinated by this, because I love the movie Waterworld. And remember the whole, like, he pumps it into this little, like, aquatic bladder thing, and he's uh, like, oh, uh, drinking the pee. Little egg beater. Yeah, and that was supposed to be this wacky, weird thing. And then this article all of a sudden came along, like, hey, by the way, did you know astronauts drink their pee? And it was like a side note, like, oh, by the way, you didn't have no clue. Dude, they do it all the time. They've been doing it for years. And so here's how, how, here's how you drink your own pee. Okay. So... It's it, the the system that cleans the pee. It spins urine at high speeds to separate out the water vapor, and then it treats it chemically. That's it. Cool. Yeah, that's it. But huh. here's what Chris Hadfield has to say. Again, he's that famous astronaut that has that little goatee mustache thing. He's always on there. Yeah, I talked about him actually in episode one. Uh, but here's what he has to say about the water when you're drinking your own pee. So, before you cringe at the thought of drinking your leftover wash water and urine, keep in mind that the water we end up with is purer than most of the water that you drink at home. Yeah. I would absolutely agree with that. Like... Mr. E, I see the face. Yeah. See that cringe? This is not... You're not an astronaut, bro. So, you should stop... I mean, there obviously has to be something scientific behind it, but it's hard to believe that recycled urine... Because I pay extra for that spring water. So it's like, as astronaut recycled urine, you're saying it's more pure than my hand-delivered spark. Here's another quote from this <laughs> entire, water. all this research. Here's another quote is, it tastes like bottled water as long as you can psychologically get past that it's recycled urine and condensate. Okay, but then read what the, the fact before that, the statistic or? Uh, that it's a pure than water that you drink at home. Well, because tap water, tap water is full of bullshit, right? Yeah, so, but I don't is... drink tap water. So maybe it's going by the majority. <laughs> For the majority. But they're saying it Here's... tastes like bottled water. You guys are missing Supposedly. a crucial point. All the water you drink right here is under regulation, right? Bottled water, tap water, so whatever. It is treated. And our regulation states that it has to be a certain amount of this and a certain amount of that. 
NASA's not fucking around. Their regulations are going to be way more intense. So naturally, their standards are going to be higher. And this water, I imagine, because they don't want like microbes and they don't want, they are so strict about who they send into space, about like yes. cavities and uh, pre-existing conditions and your family. And, you know, the best of the best are getting sent into space at the whole world. For sure. So that being said, I can't imagine they would give them like, you know, hey, good enough water. That makes sense. If they treat <laughs> yeah. it 5,400 times, it's yeah, it's totally probably more pure than what we drink. It is kind I of mean, a if mind, it's for astronauts yeah. and stuff, I mean, shit. You can't afford them getting sick or having any health conditions set in when they're in space. That, I mean, the, the real question is, would you drink? Oh, yeah, for sure. The piss water? Yeah. Dude, in yeah, a absolutely. I would, I'm, too. I, as soon as you brought up that topic, the first thing I thought was Waterworld, and I'm glad I didn't say anything because <laughs> yeah. you referenced it. So I was like, yes. No, that's why this topic but, exists. And and I'm glad – the you didn't even mention that when he's doing it, the girl's looking at him like he's crazy or something. Yeah. He's just like, oh. And he's like fucking chugging it, like it's water like, falling no, in like, his Oh, it's so refreshing. <laughs> it's like, no, the whole idea is fucking gross. It's fucking crazy. But apocalyptic? Any day. I and would. think about if you're trying to travel in between worlds, especially with our own technology now. Again, right now, the space technology we have is not Star Trek. It's very dirty. They even talk about when you open the capsules when they land, how bad they smell. Oh, really? Of course. I've never heard anything about that. I mean, if that. you fart in there, it never leaves. Right. It never does it's anything. It's airtight, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always in there. Imagine if you sweat. Imagine if you do anything. For it sure. Never. It's yeah. it's a self-contained thing. But the idea of recycling water and how to conserve water is a huge deal going forward in the you know, advancement of humanity and stuff. Nice. Well, I have another kind of space story here, like I teased. Um... By the time this episode airs, mind you, we are recording this on Pi Day, but by the time this episode airs, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker will have been released on DVD and digital. Oh, Jesus. You're bringing up that? I am. Oh, man. All right. So we saw that in theaters, and I think it's safe to say that we were disappointed. Yeah, it wasn't the best, although the second movie was so horrible <laughs> that this was almost a breath of fresh air. So, even, even though it sucks. I don't want to make it into a thing, but yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, yeah. I did not dig on the second For movie. For sure. But what I found on the internet is a uh, rough... So apparently, someone got a hold of, before J.J. Abrams ever directed uh, this movie, uh, Colin Trevorrow, director and writer of Jurassic World, was tasked with writing and directing this movie. And apparently, he developed several drafts but uh, Kathleen Kennedy, studio head, did not like them. And eventually uh, he was fired and J.J. Abrams took over. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I mean, the answer is I know everything you're talking about. Yeah. There was a, there's a leaked script now of what the movie could have been. And it is way better than what they came up with. Did you, did you read about it? I watched a bunch of YouTube videos. Oh, you son of a bitch, because I have it right here. That's you know, funny. Please refresh me. I'm yeah. not going to sit there like... Okay. So here's the it's thing. It's been a while because I, I, I watched them all right when all this shit happened. So it's been a while. but And this has been yeah. confirmed as uh, this is real. This is the real draft. Uh, the script was leaked, but it's hard to find the script. All you can really find is summaries of the script. But in essence, uh, it was confirmed that this is the real deal. So uh, this draft is from 12-16-16. Uh, and this is a week before Carrie Fisher's death. So. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, uh, here I'll just, it's called uh, Duel of the Fates. 
which I think is a better title. That's well, that's the that's the song. What song? with the double side lightsaber it's called duel of the fates cool and that's i like kind that of the you played that in concert band that's how I yeah that. that's the callback to that <laughs> and so uh i'll read you the opening crawl the iron grip of the first order has spread to the farthest reaches of the galaxy only a few scattered planets remain unoccupied traitorous acts are punishable by death Determined to suffocate a growing unrest, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren has silenced all communication between neighboring systems. Led by General Leia Organa, the Resistance has planned a secret mission to prevent their annihilation and forge a path to freedom. Kylo Ren is a G. Let's just say that, like, we all know that, and I'm not going to go into it too deep, but even though that whole franchise is a steaming pile of horseshit yeah, on some level, it really went downhill. Kylo Ren's awesome. I like him. Let's just throw it out there. <laughs> just, that's all. Keep going. So in this movie, I'm not going to read you the whole thing here. It's three pages long, but I just kind of summarized here. Uh, in the movie, the Resistance steals a Star Destroyer, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Okay. This is only. Way. I can't. Yeah. This so they steal a Star Destroyer, but they have no one to pilot it or you know crew it because uh, the Resistance is all but dead. For sure. And so they you know they go to Coruscant, activate a beacon, talk to some people, try to get crews and Resistance, and eventually everybody shows up in big space battle, ground battle, blah 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 blah. But uh, here are some other points. Ray has a double-sided light, double-sided lightsaber made from Luke's broken lightsaber. I thought that was bitching. Cool. Because it integrates, you know, Last Jedi, which this one just like the Rise of Skywalker just shat all over it. Well, the, that movie literally retconned the previous movie, which is crazy. So yeah, the fact that you can build on the second movie is good. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Kylo finds a hologram of Palpatine, and uh, it's addressed to Vader, and it's a contingency plan if Luke kills Palpatine. Like, hey, Vader, if Luke kills me, I want you to do this. And it's to take uh, Luke to go see some Sith Master in some planet, and blah, blah, blah. And so Kylo heads to the Sith Master to learn trade secrets and blah. Secrets. And the whole time he's haunted by uh, Force Ghost Luke, which I thought was fun. Yeah. That's a nice way of using a Force Ghost because usually it's on good terms, like people you want to see. No, for sure. Like, I don't want to get too crazy about that show, but like, dude. <laughs> it's eating up. Shit. What's up? No, it's just that they just totally obliterated that whole franchise yeah. as far as all that stuff. And they had so much potential when they just. Yeah. It up. <laughs> <laughs> so your, uh, your G dies at the end, Kylo. Well, yeah. He dies at that one. Uh, but he's not. Re- it it was dubious on whether he was redeemed. At least the summary was. So I don't know. Um, and I like this part. Ray was indeed nobody. Like she was. She was always nobody. And the script's like, yeah, I'm nobody. Like that oh, that's was an fun. important thing of the whole show. I mean, the whole series. I think she was always destined to be a Palpatine something or other. In the first one, the way she fought was all Palpatine, and then she herself, the actress Daisy Ridley, was like, I think it's pretty obvious who my parents are based on, you know, what you see in the first one. Then why is she a Skywalker at the end? They had no fucking clue what they were doing. I, the yeah, movie. to a degree. That, I... No, 100%. They had no I fucking clue what they were doing. <laughs> that is confirmed now. As far as they had no idea. Even JJ came in at the end. He was like, oh, I'm going to make a Palpatine thing. And there's proof where that was not the structure they're going for. So even though the second one sucks... If they had at least stuck with the story 
beats of the second one. You can almost say, oh, they at least stuck with it. But th- this is almost like one and two make no sense. So here's a whole three adventure movie. I haven't I haven't seen it since theaters, but I'm dying to see it again just because I remember hating it so much because it 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 spends half the time retconning the last movie and the other half is trying to build two movies and it's just it's so much and so little and with all new characters know. that nobody gives the a book, flying fuck. The book came out. The book came out of uh. the movie, right? And that retcons a bunch of other stuff. So hey, spoilers if you haven't seen the Rise of Skywalker, go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> Jesus, are you serious? Like, well, it just came out on now. Yeah, okay. It didn't just come out. <laughs> like, well, it's it, coming it, out on yeah, DVD. It just came out. Right. It's been a liar. Like, come on. I just so, want to throw something in there. When you mentioned Kylo Ren, host Max and I both had this moment of eye contact and nodding. And I'm not a Star Wars fan by any means, but I remember when I saw The Force Awakens and he's fighting Ray in the last scene and he has that blaster wound. I remember he was like punching himself in the wound. Yeah. And yeah. I had to look it up and it's because cis power manifests from their their own pain. Yeah. And as soon as I read that, I was like, yo, Kylo. I thought he was a little whiny <laughs> bitch the whole time and I read that. I was like, yo, I mean, Kylo's kind of a is, G, dude. He kind of is, but that being said, he's still a G. Like, You're punching like, your own flesh wound? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that that's actor like, is awesome. Oh, no, like, he's how great. great it is. Like, no, don't get me wrong. It's fucking good. But... So I know uh, one last thing. I know how much you like Finn as a character. Oh yeah, okay. I uh, just remember. I, I, yeah. I, I can remember the retconning. So yes. they made a obviously they made a book out of the out of the movie. I read this article about what they retconned officially in the book, <laughs> and one of the things is when Vader throws the Emperor off into the, like the shaft of, uh-huh. the de- of the Death Star, he teleports through the Force to like somewhere else. So. Oh it retcons God. that the Emperor never dies even in the third movie. Well, I've heard official canon is that uh, the Emperor we see in here is a clone. He teleports when he's going down the shaft. Oh, man. Yeah. That's that's but, the thing. But I did know. he die later and transfer his consciousness into a clone? Because I heard that was official canon. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, official, this is, it's official a fuck train yourself. wreck. It's, it's an a, absolute That's what it is. It's a, it's a train wreck. Where yeah. it's all bullshit and they're making it up on the fly and there was and there was no plan, which is crazy for a fucking Star Wars franchise where you'd think you'd The Mandalorian took John Favreau probably like a weekend to write out, <laughs> to be honest. Like, okay, give him credit a month. Like he's because uh, he made a good product. He makes good products. He makes the, the Iron Man and stuff. He makes he good makes good stuff. But he obviously has some type of structure for it versus Disney with all their powers that be were like what if we had three separate people make the franchise and we'll have one dude do it and then give a second dude like creative freedom and then he rips apart the first dude's movie and so then they bring the first dude back he's like well fuck you it rips apart the second dude's movie so the whole franchise is like fucking over the guy before it except the beginning one which is like a recreation of the first movie so what the fuck yeah. And it just yeah makes it a piece of shit. The whole uh, they were high on Marvel at that time, where they're like we we're invincible, we can do no wrong, we know how to tell stories, and they they uh, they didn't learn. I don't know. Overall, uh, we're getting new Star Wars movies, so we'll see Are what we? happens there. Oh yeah, oh uh, we're in Obi Wan. Yeah, that's right. Oh well, I don't know if that's a movie or a TV show. You know, you... oh I think it's a TV show. Actually. Well, that was uh, recently canceled because it was too close to the what? Mandalorian. 
Yeah, it's going through reruns uh, right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you motherfucker. I can't believe you say such a thing. It's, it's going through rewrites because uh, essentially it was Obi-Wan protecting a baby Luke on a desert planet. And so it's like, you know, why not just watch the Mandalorian protect a baby Yoda on a desert planet? Like, it's it's the same shit. And they were like, ready to start production. And then the heads were like, wait a minute. Wait. Hold the presses. What if it wasn't that? What if Obi-Wan yeah, well, exactly. was not on Tatooine the entire time? I actually have a dog story. If All right, you're, if hit you're your dog. I actually told you about the story a long time ago. I remember I told you about it. You were like, that's stupid. So I researched <laughs> deeper. <laughs> and now I'm going to say, fuck you, Sean. Uh, and it's here we go. So. I want to tell you about the the blog Hunger for Words. Wait, what? Hunger for Words is okay. the blog. It's the name of this blog. I just and it's stupid. It, it okay. There it is. Um, <laughs> and it's it's run by a lady named Christina Hunger. That is her name, uh-huh. and she's a speech language pathologist. Uh huh. And what she has been doing is she has been training her dog Stella to understand language. Uh huh. Dun dun dun. How's that different than what you know? My next door neighbor does with Fido. Like what? it's like Congo. Amy hungry. <laughs> Amy sad. Amy, Amy Amy what? Amy. Banana. What you're saying is hilarious because I was expecting Amy. him to say it, but not you, Mystery. But like that, I was like, I haven't prepared. Almost like you're like Amy hungry or like whatever that stuff. And it is exactly that. But what's kind of cool is she made a mat. Like, think of a bunch of... Oh, this. Yes. Yes. I see what you're up to. He's not understanding. He is uh, outputting sounds. Yeah, exactly. I guess it would be the same thing as understanding. Yeah, you're right. Stella is a dog, and she has a mat of 29 words, and they're all like push buttons. So you know that push button? If you hit it, it says, that was easy. Uh Instead of saying that, it says, ball, outside, leash. The owner's name, cool. happy, sad, help, come, that type of stuff. And it knows come, not C U M, which is funny because I have a story about that. Eliza, so it's like, just memory based then yeah. with which matching is, it up, which is on some level all language. No, yeah, right? but that's how parrots learn, right? Correct, the same way, yeah. The, like, uh, what, at what level does a parrot mimic and or uh, what? point does a parrot know what it's talking about so they claim that stella knows 29 words and she's used up to five words per sentence and stuff but i have her instagram pulled up and (laughs) that's actually part of the the thing i have to talk about but what's kind of funny is when i basically told sean about the story he was like go fuck yourself and it's kind of dumb and i kind of agreed (laughs) did i really but you're you're kind of like like whatever she's kind of whatever but I'm as sorry. I started watching it, no, 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 it's okay. Like, I'm more saying because that was my same thing, too. But I followed the story, and I kept watching it, and I keep watching it, and I'm, like, kind of, kind of impressed. And because, think of it, okay, I want to try to describe it to the listeners that are listening. So, next to the door of the dog's front door is a mat. It's a mat of, like, four by nine or something. Here, describe it if you can, too, Mr. E. But four by nine. Here's the, here's the 
mat right here. Okay. And so okay. the dog can press anything they want as far as like leash. So it looks outside. like a, a like a whack-a-mole thing with little pegs. Correct. And it's, yeah, it's like a grid of pegs, and they're all color-coded with looks like different inputs. And it sounds like the dog's going to respond to whatever click. stimulus is given. Or and question. actually, what I like to do is the owner will click the same things to talk back to the dog. Well, like, if you want to go outside or yet, yeah, she'd be like, oh, outside, yes. And then open <laughs> the door. Because the dog, that's like one of the top words the dog says, wow. like, outside. Like, outside, park. Yeah, basically, yes or no questions. Yeah. yeah. Are you hungry? Yes. But yeah. then there was happy and sad and all that stuff. Can you, do they have audio of this? Yeah, I'm going to play for it. Oh, you. okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah also, okay. like, all sorts of, like, their sounds and stuff. But what I liked, I like this little story she said. So, one day, winding at the door, Christina, the, 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 speech pathologist was uh, talking to the dog Stella and assumed she wanted outside. So Stella said she wa- she wanted Jake to come and Jake is the the alpha male. No, Jake oh, no. is the the fiance of of the girl who's oh, training okay. the dog. So, so like, she would want Jake come and not jizz. Jake's jizz. I had the same thought. Like, uh, oh, jeez. But like, if you, so then the dog waited at the door because it was like, because she knew what time the, the fiance would come home. Uh-huh. And as soon as the dog, she, he, I mean, as soon as the guy came home, which is a couple minutes later, she hit happy and then she just got pets and stuff. <laughs> Fun. And so that's kind of like very one of, cool. It's one of their like she can go outside or ball. No, I watched a video where she's like ball. No, no thanks or something. And she's like saying no to the ball. And she always. Uh, I'm gonna play cool. some of her stuff. That's very, so. Yeah. I know it's kind of crazy. And uh-huh. what's cool is the lady who's taught her is someone. She also teaches like kids who can't speak well or has speak speech disabilities. So actually, the mat was actually for those kids. Hmm. And she used it for the dog. And the dog is picking up these things, and so she kind of wants to teach other dogs to do such things. And maybe they could. Be, I was almost thinking, what if they could somehow transfer this mat in a smaller form, and then all of a sudden, all every dog everywhere could like kind of have these little like outside Amy banana or like all these things. <laughs> but I'm not sure if it's going to play through the audio, but I'll I'm going to do a couple of these just clips because this is her Instagram, and the Instagram, if you want to know, is hunger for words, and I think it's pretty cool. The number four. Hunger, the number four words. Let's see, let's try okay, this we'll one. play some audio. So that's the dog barking. Stella, what's wrong? Dog standing there. He's licking himself. Yep. There we go. It's going over to the pegboard so, so now. I think it's happening. You know you're mad. Oh, Why mad. are you mad? This is almost creepy. <laughs> Hungry? Yeah. This is creepy, but like so cool at the same time. Eat. Watch another one. Actually, you know what's funny? This reminded me because there was one where um she hit a button and the button didn't like it was out of batteries or something, mm-hmm. so it didn't say her word, and so the dog freaked out, and so the dog hit help, help. <laughs> wow. I'm trying to find other ones. Hold on, let's see. Cry baby. That's incredible. Leash. Oh, I want to go for a walk. Leash and collar. Wow. Too smart. Oh, it's still doing something. (laughs) You want your leash and collar? Here. 
to see how she like responds to it. Like, all of right, of course, yeah. yeah, positive reinforcement. Of course, like right. teach on. the language. Very cool. On. Oh, and then she even hits the button to yeah to reinstate it into the dog's mind. That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. Try one more. But like it's kind of crazy. Like I was when you, see, when you, when you first hear the idea, it's like this is stupid. And then you kind of watch this dog kind of talking, and you're like, this is kind of yeah. Weird. I don't ball now. Ball now it's yeah. a... <laughs> 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 reverse order. Oh, okay, yeah. so that must have been an anomaly. The no. This is the ball. Like no, like no ball. You oh, don't I want see. your ball now. I see. And she grabs it anyways. Yeah, it, it, this is all about the reinforcement. Yeah, because you gotta let it know what it entered, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just Whether you wanted it or not, this is the result you're getting yes. because of what you inputted. Want ball. That's what it's gonna say. <laughs> Of course, it's an animal, man. <laughs> it's like outside. It's the only thing outside, on its mind eat, all the time. So eat, you know how mad eat eat eat. <laughs> so you know how when you have a pet, like, and sometimes you got to do the nasty in front of the pet just because it's sitting there. I, you don't fuck in front of this dog. No. There's no way. Oh, mad, dude. mad. Why? Yeah, yeah, Why? Yeah, exactly. No, Jack off. No, no. once. No, Jack once. off. No, off, Jack. No, <laughs> no, it's trippy. So like, what if you get somehow? That's obviously cats will never awesome. learn that, but <laughs> no, they I would. Wish. They just wouldn't I wish. communicate. They wouldn't do it. Yeah, like, exactly. fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> food, fuck you, yeah. food, litter, sleep, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> but what if you could somehow translate this mat, which is still kind of big? I don't know how you would do that, like through adaptive, I don't know, lasers, lasers, man. Uh-huh. You know how they always project keyboards on a desk or something? Maybe they could do that for dogs. And then the dogs just start with a speaker communicating out in the world. Like, hmm, smell, left, right, left, meh. Oh, my God. Could you imagine a dog park? No. <laughs> uh, no left, right, uh, Love, dog, ball, dog, ball. Please, ball, food, ball, outside, uh. home. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it would be. All right. So I'm told, uh, Mr. E, you have a game for us. I have a game for you guys. All right. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> this is our debut episode of Mr. E's Mysteries. And we have a game here. And if Ma- if Meister wants, he can participate because I think he knows <laughs> a lot of these questions. It's happening. It's happening. So if you want, we can share a mic, Maestro, unless you just want to chime in from back there. Nope. Chuck Testa, get over here. Get over here. So this is the way the game is going to work. Greasy fuck. (laughs) As you guys have heard, there's been a lot of space topics. Space is kind of a reoccurring theme in our show. Oh, shit. And uh, your hosts, Sean and Max, are pretty big Star Trek fans. And Mr. E knows nothing about Star Trek. So I've put together a game. Really? (laughs) I've put together a Star Trek trivia Uh, game. (laughs) I mean, I'm excited, but I always lose. (laughs) This is your this is your chance. I'm so I'm ever excited. Holy shit. So this is how the game's gonna work. I'm gonna read the question. All the questions are multiple choice. I'll read all the choices. But if someone chimes in, they can chime in at any time they want during the question. They can answer. All the questions. There's ten questions. Each one is randomly valued from a number from one to ten points. So 
The fun thing about this is the easiest question could be worth a 10, and the hardest question could be worth one point. Damn it. So, okay, but, but Maestro can't see my screen here, so I got it. Yeah, don't fucking cheat, you. Okay, the way you're going to chime in is by saying your name. Okay. You got that, Max? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <Sean. laughs> yes. And as soon as you chime in, you get the chance to answer. If the answer is wrong, any other player can steal. The person who steals first is the person who says their name oh next. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. And we yeah. encourage all of our listeners to take part and let us know what score you got. And I'll, I'll say all the values in the end. Okay. So does everyone understand how the game works? I think so, yes, sir. Okay. There's going to be 10 questions. Remember, they're all multiple choice. So there's four There's four possibilities. You can chime in at any time. First question. Who was the first actor to play a member of all three of the major alien races? In Star Sean! X? Damn. That sounds well, like uh, Sean to me. I think it was, it. was <laughs> yeah. it. Okay. Okay. The first you didn't get any choices though. Yeah. So okay. To play all three major races. I know his face. I all three major name. alien races. He's gonna get it. Okay. He's gonna get um, it. Fuck you. He's gonna get it. No, I'm not. I don't think it's the obvious I can't one. Think it's, wait, I might get it. See, but if he's if someone uh, steals, they get to steal. hear the multiple choice. Fuck! I should have yeah, heard the multiple choice. Yeah. yeah. Did I steal? Okay. Hang on. Um. His name. Three. Two, one, you got nothing. Any steals? Nothing. I'll, I'm okay, I'll reread it. I'll reread it. Do you want me to reread it? And then you can buzz I don't me? think so. Okay, is go it, for it. Please be right. Is it Jeffrey Coombs? No. Fuck! That's who I was right, thinking of, Jeffrey Coombs. Right. Okay. I would have got that wrong. So the only person that can steal now is <laughs> yeah, Maestro. I'll, I'll steal, and he listens to all Who of was them. the first actor to play a member of all three of the major alien races in Star Trek? <laughs> was it Leonard Nimoy, Christopher Lloyd, Jeffrey Hunter, or Mark Leonard? Mark Leonard. That is correct. Yeah, who the fuck is Mark Leonard? Well, I knew, I yeah, knew, who I knew some of them. <laughs> name, name him and I'll give you is a chance. That point yeah, goes uh, to Mike. Uh, yeah, so. You don't know who he is. Mark Leonard. Who is Mark Leonard? Second question. You don't, don't know who he is. Don't get sidetracked. That was a guess. Okay. I hate you. Remember, you have to mind my pronunciation because I'm, I'm very ignorant to Star Trek. So, <laughs> okay. question you know two. I'm right. I'm the Jeffrey Coops. What is Sulu's primary position? on Max. The, Max. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's the, the the pilot, I'd say. Is that good That enough? is incorrect. Wait, well, 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 what do you mean And he steals? Sean. Well, he's the, yeah. he's yeah. the he run, helm. He runs the helm. He's the helmsman. That's correct. Whoa. He's not a pilot. He's a helmsman. He is right. I don't know it about that one, bro. specifically said helmsman. I say pilot, then I'm like, helm. In fucking Jeopardy, like, they ask for more Sorry. clarification. What is helmsman? Sorry. <laughs> Where's my clarification? I got that one. Question three. Who was the first Vulcan science officer aboard the Starship? Sean. Enter- oh, who cares? That's uh, I mean, to Paul. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> yeah. right, Pell, are you sure? No, no, I'm sorry. It's to Pell. It's okay. That's only three questions. Yeah, There's Jeffrey ten. Coombs or whatever the fuck you're saying over there. Okay. Question four. Which alien race did Ronald Reagan say reminded him of Congress? Max. <laughs> oh my god. You didn't even hear the <laughs> That is correct. Oh, good for you. Alright, so that question goes to Max. This is obvious. <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. obvious. Question five. What Star Trek character was labeled unknown sample when discovered by Sean? Max. Sean. Odo. That is correct. Uh, I would have said seven nine. Uh, seven and nine was one of the options. Yeah, so, yeah. No, he's right. He's right. Okay. He's question right. five, six. Five, six. 
What future Starfleet captain survived the Battle of Wolf 359? Uh, yes. That is correct. Well, no. no, incorrect. No. Incorrect. Got it. It's there, it's right. Cisco? Yeah, it is correct. Yeah, Cisco Did is they correct. Both no! No. They both survived. No. But Picard was wasn't one of the options. But he survived. And he's Didn't not. He survive? He's not a future captain. He's a present captain. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah, that, but future captain survived. And he's not a captain at the time, right? So Maestro is, got that one. Oh, Cisco's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a he was a Borg. He was a Borg at that time too. So he's not even. I disavow all of this. Yeah. All right. It's not over yet. Unofficial podcast. I'm an unofficial show. It's not over yet. Question seven. What is Deanna Troy's favorite food? Sean. Oh, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. Chocolate pie. We all know that. Nope. Oh, what? fuck. No, I Max takes it out. Ah, no, I would have said just chocolate, though. Max takes yeah, it out. Yeah, it's just chocolate. Oh, is it chocolate ice cream? It's just chocolate. Just chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Great steal, Big host hit. Max. Great that. steal, oh, host okay. Max. Okay. Okay. Chocolate pie. Okay, good. Too specific in that situation. Woo. All right. See? Okay, it's not over yet. I feel good now. I feel good now. All right. So, three questions left. Question eight. Which Star Trek captain suffers from androgic alopecia? Androgenic alopecia. Picard. Yes, Maestro. <laughs> Picard is correct. No one Maestro. cares. Yeah, it does is that care. like his baldness? Well, I mean, he it's knew what it meant. Genetic. Alopecia means a skin condition. So. Yeah. He has eyebrows, though. That's bullshit. Okay, only two questions left. Right. Question nine. Which of the following was not a founding species of the United Federation of Planets? Tellarites? Vulcans? Bajorans? Sean. Fuck. Yes, I was Sean. Bajorans. Yeah. That is correct. (laughs) You just. I'm like trying to. Of course we all know the Bajorans to think like fucking asshole. Of course we all fucking know. (laughs) Damn it. You like barely hear the goddamn word. It's like, God damn it. All right. I can't think of my own name. Last question. Number 10. What type of weapon technology do phasers use? Max. Yes, so Max. I'll, I'll count them. <laughs> uh, I, I, can, I, I bet Maestro. I bet Maestro um, knows this one. Um. What kind of it? Um, I know. I'll repeat. The, you want me to repeat the question? No, I heard okay. you. You said. Um, you guys, I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure. Um, it it uh, uh, a direct beam technology. That is incorrect. Phase. I will re say the question. What type of weapons technology does a phaser use? Zero point energy. Well, no, hang on. My maestro stole over there. Um, no, 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 don't keep going. You didn't get to hear I that. Let, I could let him go. No, you no, stole. You don't did. get to he hear the rest answering. of that stuff. I did on the other one. He started. Okay, answering. well, he was technically wrong then. So okay, okay. So, so I want to hear the rest of them. Okay, I so did not steal. Zero point energy, particle beam, plasma. Antimatter. Particle, particle beam. Of course, that is correct. Beam. All right. <laughs> if you would have just listened to the I options. I can't listen to you. God damn it. Okay, so as you guys reflect the game, I'll add up the points and we'll see who the winner is. I know more than anyone here. Okay, so it looks like host Sean crushed the competition by getting one, two, three, four, five. So half the question's right. And the questions he got right were worth five points, ten points, three points, seven points. 
and four points. So <laughs> Sean easily wins the Star Trek trivia mysteries mystery. Maestro got uh, you got the first question, which was worth two, <laughs> and then you got the sixth question, which was worth eight, so ten. And then you got the eighth question, which was worth nine. So you got 19. You were a very close second with Max and Ted last. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> I know more about Star Trek than Maestro Perfect. and Sean combined. These yeah, no, that questions are Thank you for accrued me. by <laughs> Ace. <laughs> so, whatever. Well, hey, that's been the pie episode. Okay. Well, <laughs> everyone here, you can all just... Thanks for um, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things, uh, a podcast where only I know more about Star Trek than anyone else. Um, I don't care what anyone says. Fact. Um, keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. So if you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself. And let us know if we missed something. Hit us up on Discord. Submit your uh, questions or interesting topics to Discord for all the latest updates. Subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram at BTMT underscore podcast. And, uh, oh, be sure to rate and subscribe on your podcast app. That helps a lot, apparently. I don't know. That's what people say. I don't know. Smash that like button. <laughs> Smash it. Remember, new episodes every Monday. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs>